What's up, everybody? How are you guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I am your host, Harrison Barron. Thanks for uh, thanks for downloading and listening. Uh, first things first, the if you enjoy the show, which I really genuinely, sincerely hope you do, please subscribe. It helps me out tremendously um, with growing the podcast, getting the word out. And if you really enjoy it, please share it. Um, also helps get the word out and helps the podcast grow. Um, it's super rewarding when I get to see the numbers increase slowly. Um, and it makes me feel good inside. So do it for me. Do it cause you love me. All right. Uh, next thing is the giveaway. Um, the days are coming down to the last bit for the draft top giveaway. Um, for anyone who doesn't know the draft top is the ultimate beer drinking tool. It slices off the can, the top of the beer can, to make um, a much better drinking experience. Your nose is impressed against the uh, aluminum on the top of the can, which will uh, take away a lot of the flavor, believe it or not. Most of the flavor in beer is through the nose, the aroma, um, while you drink it. Um, true fact, by the way. Um, so it is coming down to last, last opportunities for you to get in on it. BrutallyHonestPodcast.com. Uh, go to the top at extras and it'll be the first thing for the giveaway you can enter in right there so enter in for your chance to win uh, pretty cool and thank you guys for that also if you want to support the podcast you can go on patreon search uh, brutally honest podcast and you could help support the podcast as well um, with all that being said want to send a special thank you to the hanging hills brewing company uh, for sending me some delicious beer and uh, a some apparel a little tote bag um, a coaster, a bottle opener, uh, amongst a couple other things. So thank you very much for sending that down. The beer has been fantastic. Um, yeah, thanks. I really, really do appreciate that. Um, and last but not least, uh, thank you to the nerds that care. Uh, the time is ticking for people to become compliant, um, for the department of financial services. If you're a doctor's office or anything like that, you're not HIPAA compliant, it's definitely time to start buckling down. Uh, the government agencies are having no remorse for these small companies and charging them astronomical rates um, and fines. So definitely need to look into that. If you have an IT company, great, as long as you're protected. Um, if you're curious, you're not sure if you're doing something right, give the Nerds That Care a call. They're great people. Send them an email. Go on their website, nerdsthatcare.com. Check it out. They're trying to help you. Um sickens it's so sad when you see a small firm or something like that get hit with a big fine something that they can't afford uh because they weren't compliant so definitely give them a look into they'll provide all the paperwork that you need as well as um getting you compliant um in your field of expertise so thank you very much to them and uh tonight tonight i don't know when you're gonna listen to this it could be day could be afternoon could be night if you listen to it at least um I had my very good friend Catherine Dean on. Um, she's big into finance, um, women's empowerment, and amongst other things. So please give a warm welcome to Catherine Dean. Your 
you're alone on the weekend, you're a single yeah. parent. Jesus. Sucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Restaurant industry is nasty. It's nasty. It's not very lucrative at times unless you have a lot of money to boatload into it, right? And people are nasty. You mean a lot of money when you buy the restaurant, like buy a restaurant, or, or like to float yourself at certain times of the year? Yes. And then did you own a restaurant? I owned a deli for a while, but oh, we that's cool. turned a big profit on it, so I'm not worried about that. You did or you didn't? We did. Oh, we did. We we bought awful. it when it was going bankrupt. We built it up, sold it like nine months later. So that was easy. But then I had kids. That's awesome. And then it's over. Oh, you know, when kids. kids. Just got to sell them. <laughs> just get rid of them. Oh. It would destroy who I was as a person. They, wait, what? It would destroy me to oh, sell my kids. Oh, whoa, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. They're too damn cute. Like, they get, I, I would get a ton of money for them. And that would be. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've told this story before, but we were golfing the other day, and there was, like, these little kids. Uh, they had to be, like, between, like, five and ten. And they were out there. And I was just like, you could easily get a million dollars a piece for them. Like. <laughs> This is a fortune sitting on the green right now. Like, why are they not sold? It's true. I'm it's terrible. True. I'm a terrible human. No, it's not terrible. I mean, that, there is an industry, unfortunately, out there, right? <sighs> yes. Yeah. What, what, don't be so negative. I- don't be so ne- <laughs> it's funny when you talk about selling children. It's, it's not funny there when you're days serious. It would be great if you sold children. <laughs> there are days I look at myself going, oh, my God, puberty is starting. Where am I going with this? Like, it's like, I could have a new Ferrari and a new house. <laughs> All a vacation to, I, house. Only one of you has to go. <laughs> Let's vote. Who doesn't like Sally? <laughs> Sally, I love you, but you're out of here. Voted off the island. You're out. <laughs> I don't know what will happen to you later on in life, but I hope we reconnect at some point. Oh Look me up you I'm on Facebook. Connect with me. <laughs> you can watch what your sister's doing the whole time. <laughs> See the family photos. If you're living in a third world country, it was worth the money. Sorry. <laughs> You, 18, <laughs> you can leave. You can come back. I'll take you back in. Just think. And you'll have dual citizenship. Yeah. Pff, golden. <laughs> golden. Oh I'm going to laugh the whole time. I can see it right now. Oh, my God. I told you sick. this is off the wall. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You know, just throw shit out a wall. And there you go. There's a the subject we're going to talk about pretty right much now. how this whole thing started. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So you have your company. I don't screw up the name. Living Your Worth. Yes. So tell me about it. Hmm. Can I tell you how it started? Can yeah, I get a little it, serious for a while? Yeah, go. Get okay, serious. So, like... Like I said, you jump, I jump. We're okay. going. About seven and a half years ago, had okay. no... Cl- like, my life was going great. No, when I say great, I live in Sayville, right? American, America's happiest town in America. Had a white How pic- the fuck do they get... Sorry to cut you off, but how do they get that shit? <laughs> I think the stay-at-home moms says sit that? there and say... Yeah, like when they voted, I think they sit there all day and just press the button to get the votes because we are small. And it's we're either beating. that or it's like that the mom because if you don't know, there's a mom's Facebook group for every it's goddamn Save town. Moms, but like maybe that's the one where the moms don't complain the, le- complain the least. I have no idea. I don't, no, we it? got some. Cra- yeah, just because it's they're humorous. lunatics. I've read yeah. messages. On yeah, those. there's some crazy shit that happens on there. Uh, they call out people's kids. Totally not right. I get it. Like, I understand kids can screw up and do things, but you don't take pictures and put them up there. <gasps> that is adults bullying children. Totally infuriates me. Oh, like, my God. You know, maybe contact the mother or father. Before yeah. Do that do, shit. Yeah. Go about it in so, an adult fashion. Yes. Here we go. Down the rabbit hole. Yep. And uh, <laughs> like the recently, probably a month ago, some guy, I look out the window. I was just, I was actually on a podcast. I get off. I look outside. I'm like, oh, here we go. Some asshole. He decides that he's going to drunk drive at 4 o'clock in the afternoon uh, down a main street where all these kids ride bikes and stuff. Yeah. He smacks into a car. He starts screaming at the cops. I could have easily 
you know, take I took a picture, put this the say what an asshole, put it up on Save All Moms. But why would you do that to somebody? They're already obviously in a shitty spot in their and life. And you know right? they're gonna be on the patch yeah, anyway. Exactly. Or you go on, you know, you look on Newsday and you see their face anyway. So just that's the shit that upsets me about it. Yeah. You know, it's one thing, okay, heads up, like me recently. There was a golden doodle running here, heads up, I don't know if it's your dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. Smart. But yeah, like you know, it then it goes to two thousand something people. They see there's you know, two thousand. There's over two, yeah. There's what? Where's my phone? You gotta post this in there. <laughs> Actually, it's probably better off you don't. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna. Oh my god, the I'm negative commentary, get so right? So much flack, and oh it's gonna make god. its way back to my mom. And Mama Dukes ain't gonna be happy. With oh me. my god! Well, is she? On, she's not on Sable Moms. No, she'd be on Bayport. Okay. Is she from Bayport? Bayport Moms. Uh, not originally. Okay. Because my best friend I've lived in Bayport all my life. So maybe. I mean, social media came out when she lived in Bayport. So, yeah. <laughs> no, but my best friend went to high school there. Oh, uh, So, no. okay. She maybe, probably doesn't okay. know. Okay. So that's why I was asking. No, 2,681 members Jesus. on Save All Moms. And crazy shit goes on on there. And you Oh, if I had the free time, because I'm an internet troll. <laughs> I know you are. Uh, that I scares would... me. Did you even look at me? I, I don't even want to know. Did you look anything about me? No, nah, not really. You didn't see no. my raving days back in, you know, no. like. <laughs> but, oh, if I somehow got into that, I'd fire up these little fingers and just start r- researching to see who actually has children and just calling people out on their oh BS. My God. Oh, You should try it. I should totally put it. Kno- but see, I would know it was you. I wouldn't call you out. I would know it was you and I would find it humorous. See, you would find it funny. Yeah, I would. But I would destroy these moms. Well, because not in a bad way, no, but like if mom if a mom's going to do that, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, oh, let's let's find out what little Johnny's doing because yeah. I'll find out all their social media because yeah. I have nothing better to do with my time when I'm being an internet troll. <laughs> I don't even know how to do. Uh, you're lucky I can find somebody on Facebook. Oh, when I'm I will trying dig to up graves. <laughs> I will dig up like if I'm if don't I'm, dig up my shit. Okay. <laughs> Like keep my shit buried. I went recent, not recently. It was like four years ago. My wife and I and our kids are out visiting my best friend in Pennsylvania. Okay. And now my youngest one is very influential. She's definitely a spitfire. I I don't even know. I'm probably going to be going. She asked me to go to Burning Man with her actually recently. I was like, what? A friend of mine posted Burning Man, like a video, and she's like, that is the coolest thing. Will you go with me? I'm like, uh, maybe yeah. when you're 25 years old. I want to go to Burning Man. <laughs> so do I. Uh. But the video, oh my God, the video was insane. It was incredible. It was amazing. And uh, she saw this girl with purple hair, and she goes to my wife. She goes, Mary, Mary, look how beautiful that girl is. Mary goes, oh, well, mommy had purple hair with manic panic in high school. I was like, shut up. You don't tell the kids that. Yeah. Now she's going to be like, oh, well, mommy did. I can do whatever uh, I want. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Oh, that's my so God. Funny. So right. where do we, wait, where do we even start? I don't even know. Here we well, are. We're going to go back about... to your company. And okay. then I was like, how was Sable <laughs> rated the number one? Oh, nice, there you go. Okay. Town, or nicest yeah. town. I don't even know. So we do get that. And believe me, there are some not so nice moms in Sable. You just don't deal with the that's bullshit. Yeah, that's everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's like the click or whatever. Fine. Um, I'm too freaking busy to be worried about that. Like, I yes. work and I want my kids, like, I do travel, soccer, all that crap. So, anyway, my company. So, how it started was about eight years ago. Oh, here we go. My, I had a white picket fence. I still have my golden retriever, two young kids, three and one. American dream. American, I'm not kidding. American dream, except for the fact that we were, you know, a stereotype because we were a gay couple. Okay. But all our friends, you know, so, oh, my God, they got married. They had kids. We want that, all that. So yeah, date jealous. night. What? They're jealous. Yeah, and then they were like, oh, well, we want to emulate your life. So I thought my life was fine. You know, I was building a company, plus I was working. It was mm. great. We go to date night. Our food comes. Chicken Frances, by the way, is my favorite meal, as long as it's made well. And we sit down, 
And now my ex, but my spouse at the time says, I need a break. And I'm like, motherfucker, you need a break. What are you talking about? Like, that was an easy way of saying, that's it, we're done. Mm. So come home. I'm, I, I'm a water person. Like, I'll get in the shower just because I need to sob and process and that mm. calms me down or whatever it is. So uh, don't tell anybody for a week. My eyes twitching. I'm trying to maintain, keep the kids together so that they're not upset, you know, mm-hmm. so they don't know anything's going on. And plus they're young. So mm-hmm. I, you know, and, uh, there it is. It's over. Like my entire, my dream, my rocking, my ch- grandchildren on the front porch together, all that. Like I, unfortunately for me, I had projected my life in front of me. I had mm. planned every single moment. If it didn't go right, I was pissed off, you know, that type of thing. So you're a planner. I, oh, beyond a planner i'm a virgo which we're very structured and i realized that you know what you've been planning your whole life shit doesn't go that way you Mm -hmm. know like i was 32 so then comes around i for about three years trials and tribulations one income household two income household one income trying to make that whole thing work Mm -hmm. trying to get my kids to go to preschool like how am i going to afford that shit and figure that one out and still tr- while trying to be the perfect mom, right? Because when – just FYI, if you you know if you ever get married and have kids, mm-hmm. when you have a child, you try to make sure everything is perfect all the time. Yeah. Including, like, your, your child will never have shit on its pants. Like, you will always have the perfect diaper bag. It never has, like, spit up on it. You, that's what you do because that's what it looks like everybody else is doing. It's yeah. a whole bunch of hogwash and bullshit. And until you realize that, you're falling on your face constantly trying to be the perfect mom, right? So, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it, what like why are people so infatuated with doing that? Because it's all about image. It's all about image, and I don't understand. I, I think more for women than men. Because I mean, look at the commercials you see on a daily basis, yeah, right? True. It's like have to be perfect, all of that. So, I so for me, I was like, holy shit! Like everything that I thought was going to happen just got tore out from underneath me. Okay, so long story short. I'm now happily remarried and still have my two beautiful kids, well-adjusted. It's a blended family. My ex and I get along as much as we can. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not best friends, but we get along. You know, the kids are well-adjusted and everything. So a few years ago, I decided, and I had been wanting to do this for 19 years. And what happened was 40 was coming really quick. And I thought, fuck's sake. I I haven't done anything I've wanted to do in my life. Like, I've had kids and stuff, but I, I said... I've always wanted to work with women about women empowerment and finances and knowing your worth and understanding like you have to go for what you want. Don't hold back. Don't allow anybody to tell you not to. All that kind of stuff. So I started a business. And what is so fucking incredible is when women actually understand each other and collaborate together, we are a powerhouse. Mm. But what happens is there's always that rotten seed in there that tries to break that all apart because they're just looking – to push themselves forward. Yeah, always. Yeah, it's always. Guys do. Yeah. The, no, true, true. They'll be your best friend, but they're stabbing you in the back at the yep. same time. So what I've really started to orchestrate is a collaboration of women to mm. be completely empowered with their finances, to never be falling on their fucking face like I did. I was in the industry, and I have a mother that told me to have my own account and everything, mm. and I didn't do anything that I was working with clients and telling them to do. I did nothing for myself. I put a ton of money in my ex's like retirement accounts and um, blew a lot of my inheritance from my father on a house that we tried to redo. I did everything that I would never tell anybody to do and then decided, you know what? I'm not, no woman should ever go through this shit again. And I know we're talking about the women thing. So I know we're going to, that's going to come up in a few minutes. It's all good. I'm enjoying. 
so I, that's what I started to do. And it's been an incredible ride journey. It's great. Um, so the company's Living Your Worth, Inc., but my program is Wealth to Freedom Formula. Okay. Because once you understand how to build wealth and understand how money works, there's a freedom behind it. Mm. Um, once you understand that things can be on autopilot and you don't have to think about it, you don't have to budget, figure out you know, credit card debt. First of all, peeps, whoever's listening, credit cards are not in your best interest. Let's just talk about that for a second. Go people, for it. Fire away. People just Cover like, it all because I'm curious. Okay. <laughs> okay. So credit cards, yeah, is it an easy access? But there's a reason why they're an easy access, right? Mm-hmm. They 22% on credit cards, so now you're paying 22% on a purchase that really you didn't really fucking need to begin with. You don't need to purchase that shit. You're better off investing in yourself as it, if it's education and if you don't go to college, if it's a trade or if it's building a business, whatever that is, invest in yourself, invest in your future because that's what you have. Invest mm-hmm. in your health, whatever that might be because credit cards are in it for the business, right? And that's how our oh boy i'm not getting into politics but that is how we're gonna go i I could go on and on and on and their american flag is sitting right in front of me but it just goes on and on and on about you buy one thing for a hundred dollars and you're you're spending five hundred dollars for it why the fuck would you do that wait how do you buy something for a hundred because all that interest when you don't pay off your credit cards over Uh. time so all right so you're talking about compounding interest so you're talking about making minimum payments yeah well, making minimum pay. Yeah, if you don't pay your credit cards on a, on a monthly basis. Yes. But our society, the first thing they did when I went to college was say, oh, here's a credit card. Nobody said how to manage your money. They yeah. just gave you a credit card. Within a month, I maxed out the credit card. I had to call my parents. I could max that thing out in a fucking hour. Right. Well, it's true. A but month. Yeah, but remember. what professional. The internet, well, <laughs> the internet wasn't really the internet that it is now. True. Remember, true. I, what do I, how old are you? 25. Yeah, I have 15 years on you. It's not much. No, but. The internet wasn't where it is yes, yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like Amazon drop me drop my shipments now type of thing. It was yeah. One of the guys here. <laughs> he's like he's like, You got you got this Amazon Prime thing? I'm like, uh yeah, I've had it for a while now. He's like he's like, I never realized that you could do like the one click swipe thing. And he's so like fucking dangerous. And so I saw he's like he's like, I love it, man. He's like, shit just shows it's like Christmas every day. It is. And then I see him like a week later, he's like I spent so much fucking money last week <laughs> swiping my goddamn finger across that little Amazon bar. He's like, I got to put this thing down. It's ridiculous. It, like, it, you know what? Because obviously, well, you know more than I do about tech, but they know everything you're doing. And my mother, and they, I swear and to God, they advertise to it. my mother has made that stock go up a hundredfold because of her <laughs> shopping on Amazon alone. You know, I feel like she just can't wait for her little presents every day. You know, like, like they Christmas. come in the mail. Oh, yeah, it is. For- it is. But it- you know, I mean, she knows what she's getting. She gets it the next day. It's not like she orders it. I forget it. Oh, dude, it's not me. See, like, I'm like, oh, I need this. Let me order it. And then oh. I'm like, and like a lot of the times because I'm like, I don't need it tomorrow. I just know I need it. Like. But do you really need it? Yes. I. I've, <laughs> you're laughing, but I, I didn't used to always Was it need like it. underwear or was it something else? No, that it, you needed. It, no, it'll be like a tool or it'll be okay. like I, I try not to. I used to just be like, oh, this is great. Swipe, swipe, swipe. I'm in. Now I just buy shit that I know that I'm that I need or I, like I don't need it today. I don't need it tomorrow, but I'm yeah. going to need it next week. Yeah. Hunting supplies, for example. I always there's always. Oh, some... let's not talk about hunting. I'm a tree hugger. Okay. We can talk about hunting a little bit be, for there's certain things. Here. It's OK. I fish. I like fishing. All right. So but cool. I'm not going to be the one that cuts it up. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's cool. You but pro- I am. I'm a little bit you, of a tree you eat, hugger. You eat burgers. That's a, I you eat burgers. Bur- yeah, see? Yeah. I like grass-fed. You know, yeah. I'm like picky like that. Yeah. I become one of those really... shoot them. 
and then you eat them, and they're delicious. As long as you, you as long as you use the meat. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Hunting. And hunting not. just for the trophy is bullshit. Like, I'm totally cool with that too. Yeah. yeah. Hunting and you're going <laughs> to you use it. You just said yeah. <laughs> I said I'm totally cool. Oh my god, I missed it. <laughs> um, no, not just hunting for putting shit on your wall. I agree with that, and here's why. Um, because when people are doing like trophy hunting like that, typically it's very hard to kill animals. So let's just say uh, a lion, for mm. example. Oh, yeah. See? So you're like, oh, my God. But here's the thing. That will just use Cecil the Lion, and I'm not a Cecil the Lion expert because it's now we in the back We are totally of my tweaking people right now. Oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> They're like, but, oh, no. But that money that he paid to go on that hunt, and this goes with all of wildlife conservation, if you get a tag for whatever it is, a ram in the United States or, or something of that nature, a more exotic animal, that money goes into protecting those animals' habitats. So to kill one to save a thousand is so worth it. It's so, so worth it. Because you're still going to have poachers. So if you have somebody that pays to kill the animal, you're now protecting the rest of them. And on top of that, it's always a fair chase. It's not like it's a fenced-in okay. operation. Okay. See? I get your I get your point, but you don't I'm have not to gonna, agree I'm not going to say the p word. But I what do, is but the p there word? that p word with the y on the end. I'm not going to say. It. You can say it. I'm not going to oh, say. Pussy? It. Yeah. Oh. But I find You could say it. <laughs> you can say it. I'm not going to say. You say it. the p word I'm like uh, <laughs> poacher? Like, I don't think that's a bad word. No, no, no. But there are people that bait and hunt and that's that's a shitty way to go about it. See? That's just like you're not really hunting. But but animals do that shit too. And we are animals. Dolphins use t- fucking sponges that they find on the bottom of the ocean. dolphins don't have computers and shit to order their food on. No, they're just ferocious killers who, with <laughs> razor-sharp teeth. You know what my, my undergrad was? The animals should fucking thank us that we shoot oh, them with bows and arrows God. and guns because they die immediately. They die quickly. Okay. I sent, I posted a photo the other day. Don't, of, don't, don't show me. No, no, it's just two fucking silver, like silverback, not silverback because they're extinct, but two um, gorillas just beating the fucking balls off each other. They do. Like, that is not humane at all, and one of them's going to die. Have you seen giraffes fight? Yeah, they're vicious. Yeah. They're vicious. Yeah. I, I agree. A bullet wound is much better than getting the <laughs> shit kicked out of you by a fucking 20-something foot neck. I guess so. I guess. You're right. You're right. That's a lot That's a lot of weight behind you, like smacking somebody yeah. upside. Literally tickle. upside the head. Doesn't tickle. So. No. <laughs> well, I don't want to be part of that. Yeah. I'm I don't want to be there. I'll watch that shit, though. <laughs> fucking send that oh shit up God. on Nat Geo, and I am... <laughs> I'll get a bowl of popcorn. You know, and my it's funny, my oldest daughter, she we I don't know, what is it? African Cats was a Disney movie, Disney thing. Uh, yeah, I know you don't know, but African Cats came out a, a few years ago. And here's the elephant and then the baby elephant and survival of the fittest it doesn't survive. I'm sobbing, right? Cuz I'm a mom and how does a baby not survive? The mother spent all this time. Yeah, but once you anthropomorphize these animals, you're fucked. Yeah. Cuz then you build this community, you build this this connection with them and they're like they die and you're like oh my god and you're like it's a fucking cartoon it's not even real oh my god lion king too but wait let me finish on this on this quick thing yeah so i say to my she goes what are you crying for now remember she's what she's gonna be 11 this was like four years ago so she was young she goes that is a circle of life like you need to understand you need to get over this is your daughter this is my daughter is this the one that wanted to go to burning man no oh is that funny you gotta be worried about this daughter She's gonna fucking lose Yeah, she's gonna kill me. <laughs> no, this is the older one. And I looked over and I'm going, 
See, like society hasn't pushed all these views on her, so she she's like, whatever, you know, it dies, move yeah. on. It'll have somebody will have another one. Yeah. For me, I'm like, oh my god, it's the mom, it's the baby. Like I put this whole freaking story behind it yeah. when it's really survival of the fittest, right? So That's it. yeah, yeah. That's so it. where uh, see, we went down another rabbit hole. I don't even know. That's fine. I That's need fun. notes here. Can I have a can I have a pad? I need I need <laughs> I need a I need a somebody to sit here and just. Right, I need right Lee because Lee makes lists like I do. I need Lee here to help me keep me on track. Now we got to tell Lee that you got a shout out. Ah, Lee, you got a shout out. Oh, oh my God, she she and I are so similar. It's scary. Both Virgos. Mm. We sit down. We have meetings together. It's like list, 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 list. Okay, when are we doing this? December eighth. I think we're, we're gonna we're trying to do something together. It's December eighth. I was like, okay, who's who's planning this shit? Because you plan like I plan. So somebody's got to take initiative here. So mm. yeah. But she'll get a shout out, and you know, no bit, nothing bad. Yeah, I didn't say no. she's an animal killer or anything like that. Yeah, so no, it's all she's good. not. It's all good. Well, unless she's you know killing something in Greece. But now, are you an animal killer if you eat steak? I eat steak. You're an animal killer. I know. Recently, I thought the most inhumane way too. Uh, let's not talk. Can we not even? Did you ever see that movie with? Look, I, I, I base everything on movies. What's my because it's a story. The girl that like made it more humane. She autistic girl i think she was autistic made it more humane for cows to be slaughtered um, Never heard of it. oh it's so it good it's on hbo or it was on hbo was it hbo i don't know but it was so it she was, was autistic i think she was autistic it was phenomenal like because she her there was no emotion there she just knew that there was a more humane thing of doing it, it. comes right up autistic girl with cows movie oh does it uh, it was temple, claire danes temple grand grandin temple grandin yeah Phenomenal movie if anybody gets a chance to see it. So cool. Like and it's a true story. Oh really? Yeah, see. I'll oh, tie yeah. it back to all of that. I'll all tie right. I always cool. tie back to the movies. Alright, so go so back to oh. women empowerment. Okay. We're gonna go back so, we're just gonna pull ooh, ourselves out. Here we go. Right. We'll come back around again. So I decided I wanted to do something online. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be fun. Nobody like with podcasts, everybody wants to listen to podcasts. Nobody wants to actually like people want to listen to things and not have to sit at in a classroom anymore. I told my kids I think they're gonna go to college through internet. I don't think they'll actually go to college anymore by that point, plus the fucking cost of it. So anyway, True. um so I started this online financial empowerment mm. and wealth to freedom formula, very uh, you know, have a vision, figure out what you want to do, plan, a, make a goal and set expectations, get to that goal. And really, it's been phenomenal, the results that people are getting, because nobody really thinks of money as a relationship with money, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where I start to talk about you have a relationship with money, some sort of way, good, bad and different versus, you know, you got buy a hammer, you build a house, you have money, you buy things like people don't look as money as a tool. And I really take the emotion and that shit out of money and say, okay, so money is just going to get you what you want. How mm-hmm. do you plan that for your future? So, so now, because I'm on your website. Oh, boy. Um, what it's is... It's very girly. It is very it is, girly. But that's... that's you know, I'm a little... I'm like that a little bit. That's cool. It does whatever. Um, what is the, the formula for wealth freedom? Okay, so... You don't have to, like, give all your secrets. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. So first, it's like... It's financial archetype, how you're relating to money... Your, that whole relationship. Like, like psychology shit. Yeah, really. Like, usually you follow in the footsteps of your parents. However mm-hmm. you were taught younger is usually your pattern going forward. That's with a lot of things, though, like alcoholism and all that. I think that's I mean, going to be broken very soon. Yeah. Because of the internet. You because, think because of education on the internet? Yeah. yeah. Like, 
it's just too easy to consume information at this point. Like, true, but the it's it's consuming information versus actually putting an action plan in place. Yes. Yeah. So the, you, there's a catalyst there. Yes, but you you do. I mean, I I have an advantage because I have a pod, I have this podcast, yeah. so I've had people come on. I wind up meeting more people. They talk to me about finances and stuff like that, and yeah. different ways to position myself and all that good jazz. So I'm I happen to be very fortunate. But even before I had the podcast, um, I was listening to a lot of podcasts, other people's podcasts, mm-hmm. and like even today in the car, for example. And it, I don't always listen about finance. I listen to about a lot of different things. Uh, current issues I listened to um, today was uh, I was listening to brain damage and how it affects mm. people and the likelihood of how much brain damage you have to how successful you could possibly be and whether or not That's the cool. IQ score is, is real or bullshit and somebody just made it up and all this good good jazz. Mm-hmm. So, but I had learned a lot about finance and stuff like that because of podcasts. Yeah, no, that there's the education is out there for you. Mm-hmm. So that's what I so you it's all based on the psychology and then it's moving forward getting your plan of like what and another thing is people don't people work so fucking hard they don't even know what they're working for. Are you working just to be a consumer or you work is there like some bigger goal in your future? Mm-hmm. And so often it's too late by the time the person realizes what they really want. Like mm-hmm. it's too late to actually start getting to that goal. They can set an intention for a goal, but are they going to get there? Because yeah, they realize that it's 65 years old and where, you know, yeah, you don't have so, that much so time. Security ain't pay yeah, that no, much. Screw that. I don't even know if we're like, social. I mean, I think it'll be there somewhat, but do not depend on social security. Yeah. That by the time they tax you and they take out for Medicare and all that, you don't, there's nothing left. At least to survive and forget Long Island, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody's nobody's surviving and thriving on Long Island. No, no. If and, you're uh, up and coming cool. and trying to hurt, yeah. you, trying to trying to work yourself out. Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, I love Long Island. Mm-hmm. It's fucking expensive. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And taxes. And what are we even paying taxes for? I mean, I I tend to like I go to Fire Island a lot. I use the area but mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that don't even utilize you know and they're miserable people are miserable they hate their jobs so we talk about that too like how do you ask for more money if you're working for somebody or how do you ask more money in your business and mm-hmm. how do you grow your business that's a big topic i talk about also mm-hmm. and knowing your worth are you undercharging or undervaluing who you are as a person mm-hmm. so often especially with women and there are a lot of men that undervalue who they are and you're in charge of that shit. Like nobody's going to give you a silver spoon and say, Oh, I'm sorry. You're worth 50% more. Nobody's going to tell you that you have to realize it yourself. Yeah. So and even if they do realize it, they're not going to give it to you unless no, you ask. No. And, and that's a big, like I, I talk to people about, okay, this is how you're going to ask for it. We'll go back and forth and role play. Okay. So, well, do you think maybe, no, 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 you can't say think maybe like you have to be assertive and you have to know who you are and what you bring what to you the want. table. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you're on un- this, and is what value thing. do you bring? Yeah, what value do you bring? What um, it has sales increased? Even if you're not a salesperson, what do you contribute to the sales force? How do you bring that forward? All that yep. kind of stuff. Even I mean, for people that aren't in sales and they're like, oh, how do I bring my company more value? Run some reports. Yeah, like figure out what, what you could do better. Even if it's something simple, uh, it could be something as simple as bringing in a fucking thing of donuts on the weekly. It's that so goes true. so far and people are like well, what's the thing that donuts do it's not the 10 or 20 dollars you spend on donuts nobody gives a shit about that mm-hmm. it's the morale that you bring with those donuts damn skippy it is it's it's think about morale just first of all walk through new york city one day how many people actually smile people are dead like they're, oh, yeah. they're just walking around Zombies. dead in the world 
Like they go to work, they come home, they spend money. Well, how about you come alive and you enjoy and you look yeah, around? Yeah, go see, out and get drunk. It, it's great. It's <laughs> you can spend money going out and getting drunk. See now, I don't really get drunk anymore because I'm a thrower upper the next day. Ooh, and not, a thrower. I'm upper. a thrower upper, and I get a migraine. And I, the first time I did that was when the kids were really small. I had just we had just been probably separated two months. And I went into the city. It was a pride thing. I don't know. We went to the city. I was like, ah, tequila shots. Like, I was like, you know, let loose because all of a sudden I'm free again and yeah. this whole thing. And I got <laughs> home at I got home at 530 in the morning. And now that time, right, the birds are already chirping. The sun's coming up. My neighbor was taking care of the kids. I get into bed. And 6 o'clock in the morning, there goes my eye being opened. And it was like, mommy, mommy. I thought, oh, my God, I'll never do that again. Like, And now it's throwing up all day. It was freaking horrific so yeah so i get once i'll get buzzed and have a good time but i finally know my limits it took me a long time i had too much fun at 25 like 25 is a good age it's a great age you know you I love it you don't like if you're not married and you're not and you're single you can just get in the car and you do whatever the hell you want to be doing mm-hmm. it's awesome mm-hmm. you know you work late nobody's saying are you on your way home or you know don't get me wrong kids are wonderful but for a while but you could sell them well, <laughs> We were going back to selling my kids. <laughs> I told you I get a lot of money for them, and they're yeah. and they're smart. Like that would be another thing. Oh, oh. set, yeah, set. <laughs> probably two million. I think I could retire if I sold them right now. <laughs> like hey. where would as long as maybe they had like a camera, I could see them. Maybe I don't know, but I hey, work something out in the agreement. <laughs> Oh my god! It just—I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. Thank you. Oh my god, is he gonna sell my children on me? <laughs> I'm gonna come to your house and I'll sell your children for you. I'll cut you in on half. Oh my god! Oh my god! Or there's gonna be a red balloon sitting on my grate outside. Yeah. I first of all, I fucking hate clowns. Yeah. Did you watch the movie? No, I don't fuck. I. Had, it's funny because look, see, you know, you know that I work. This—that's what we do. This I love it. I, I. This is awesome. There's no like. This is what you have to say. <laughs> So I, I have one of the regulars come in at five points, and uh, so I see him, and uh, he comes in, and and for anyone who doesn't know, Catherine has come to five points before, so he comes in. And I was like, oh hey, what's what's up, Tom? How are you? And he's like, oh I'm good, man. How are you? So whatever, shooting shit. He's like, oh, I was like, well, what'd you what like what'd you do today? Like sparking up a conversation, and uh, he's like, oh I just came back from the movies, and I was like, oh what'd you see? He's like, I saw that movie It, and I was like, oh how was it? He goes, it was fucking great, and I'm like, great. He goes, yeah, it was so scary, and I'm like. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. But you'll troll the internet and you'll kill an animal, but you won't see it? No, because it's not real. There's some creepy fucking people out there. That shit can uh, be real. There, yeah, but it is not a real person. No, no, it's no. It's a monster. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tells me, he, told, like, he basically like, spoiled the whole movie for me, and I'm totally cool with that. I'd rather yeah. have him tell me to watch it. Too. <laughs> but watch that. Um, yeah. <laughs> nope, not about that life. And... Uh, I don't like. I don't enjoy getting the shit scared out of me. Like I don't. Like yeah. I, I enjoy being startled at some point, but like I'm not like some. There was a YouTube video and like this this guy dressed up like the clown, and then he's like moving these red balloons, and then he's like chasing people. I'm like, look, if that shit happened to me, yeah, you're gonna get hurt. Because <laughs> I don't. Recent, find... Did you hear that story that recently happened? No. What? A, a little girl. I don't know. She was being she was being sassy. Whatever. She was young. I. I I just heard it briefly. And the father dressed up in a, in a clown suit and scared her. Mm-hmm. She ran to the neighbor's house and said there's a stranger in her house. And the guy came over and started shooting his gun at him. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a 
I get it. I completely get it. One like, of the police departments in the uh, in the United States, there's red balloons showing up everywhere, and they basically came out with a statement that goes, um, "We're terrified, and we will shoot on sight." Good for them. Like, do you watch Live PD? Yeah, yeah. Freaking addicted to that show. I'm not sure how I feel about it because I have a lot of friends that are cops, and I'm like, it's not really always how it is. No, no, it's not. It's, they make I think it seem easier. Traumatized. They they make it seem easier in my yeah. opinion. Cop being yeah. a cop is the hardest job in the world. I think all the firemen, police officers, I, EMS, and military I'm not religious, but amen. I agree with you. I agree. I was down there for 9/11, so I 100 percent agree with you. Yeah. Oh my but god. But being a cop on that, cop and teachers, hardest fucking job on the earth because <laughs> I and I and I love cops, but there's so many like cops just have a bad rap and. Don't get me wrong. I get pulled over, my butt cheeks pinch real tight. <laughs> Straight up. Like, you're like, fuck, I don't want to get in trouble. Like, half the time, I get pulled over, I don't even know what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, like why me? Like, Wait, what you have I... the tinted window car. Yeah. That's why. I just got that. Oh, you I didn't did? Always oh, have, okay. Yeah, I don't, didn't okay. always have tinted You must windows. look, I don't know, you don't look like you're a bad boy. I'm not. Well, they but might, like, I just think you would do. Cop magnet. Oh. Always get pulled over. I've been pulled over like 25 times. There's something you do wrong. I'm sorry. It's oh, it's usually speeding. Oh well, but, okay, but you don't know what you're doing wrong. <laughs> I, mean, keep, I usually am keeping up with traffic for the uh, most part. Or you're keeping the traffic up with you. Which one is it? No, they can't keep up. Oh, see, there you go. So you're keeping up with the traffic in front of you. But wait, hold on. There have been plenty of times where I have legitimately gotten pulled over, and the cop and the cops like, uh, you know what you're doing wrong? I'm like, not even a little bit. You really say that? Uh, yeah. I think I cry. I, I'm like, I I was like, I would love for you to tell me what I'm doing wrong, but I have no idea. And then they're like, oh, you know, you did this, you did this. Or like, oh, you felt the signal, whatever it was. I'm like, I didn't even realize I changed lanes. Like, I'm not even, not that I'm out of it. I'm just like, could have sworn I hit the thing. My apologies. And he's like, all right. I'm like, I'll just, I'll pay better attention. And now in this car, because we have similar cars, mm-hmm. when you hit the thing, it like, you don't have to actually hit it. It goes like, ding, ding, ding. And then you go. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I hit it thinking it's staying on, and then I go and it's not going. Okay. And I'm like, well, whatever. I like, know, technology's I great it. and bad at the same time. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I the other uh, yesterday on the road, I was driving into work and I used the HOV lane, and it said 2015 white Honda Accord. It was one of those Amber Alerts, and I'm like, shit, that's what I drive. And I was like, everybody, I'm not. No joke. The amount of looks that I got because they're trying to see my license plate. Uh, and, of course, who am I? I'm sitting there looking for other license plates because Amber Alert's kids, you know, yeah, yeah. that whole mom thing. And you're looking the same. Like, I'm do- I am realize I do the same shit that everybody was doing to me. I couldn't wait to get my car in the garage at work. I was yeah. like, I got to get this shit off the road. I, this is ridiculous. Yep. Yep. But it and is it's true. good. It's good that people it's are looking great. around. It's great. Um, and it was in Jericho. I would and love where to do follow I- up on those. Like, Well, this it, they took it off. They said today it was done. But you want to know what happens when you get the alert, right? And then all of a sudden it's gone and you never know what happens to the child. Yeah. Like, where did it happen? Found, not found, all of that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'd love to. But I think it's a great system. You know, the beeps your phone, scares the shit out of you, but beeps your phone. There's an Amber Alert app? No, I th- uh, I don't know. It, it, every once in a while I get them, but it's very rare. Yesterday as I'm driving, it like right through my, you know, my car and everything, it was like beep, beep. Yeah, came up. You don't yeah. get that? No, not really. Oh. They must know that I just don't care. Yeah, oh, that you didn't sign up for it. Well, no, it's probably no, somebody, I think somebody it's like- just probably is trying to get insurance money. They sold their kid, and now they're just trying to get <laughs> the money back. Like my kid went missing. I need to call the cops, put out an Amber Alert, and then I make two million dollars. Oh my god! It's all a scam. It- 
I can't wait till you have kids. Oh my! I better I know you so at that point. Fucking terrified to have children. Can you imagine you had a child just like you? Oh my god, we'd be best friends. We'd be alcoholics. I'd yeah, be like, but who, remember, who am I going out with? Go out with my kid. We're gonna have a great time. Remember, it takes him a while to like grow. So you have to yeah, wait we'll to like, grow young. a little bit. Yeah, we'll start him young. <laughs> like in Europe, when you drink wine, when you're what eight years old? Yeah, as yeah. it should be everywhere. Yeah, I, whatever. Every, the drinking well, and driving thing—that's the shit that bothers me. Yeah, bicycles. Oh my god, we have to talk about bicycles. Yeah. Lee did not. This was not a shout out on purpose, but she didn't understand. I was saying how you ride into town so you can have drinks and ride home, so you're responsible. Yeah. She's like, you people on the South Shore with riding your bicycles, like Bayport. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Like, who doesn't ride a bicycle to? A, I've had people come in from out of town, and they're like, "Why is everybody on a bicycle?" I'm like. That's just like what we do, man. Yeah. And then, I don't even think it's that many. Like sometimes I'll no, drive around and I'm like, there's a Bayport, lot of people. There's a lot of people. But, you either you run, you have a dog, or you ride a bicycle. That's what you do. In, yeah. In well, if you're towns. walking by yourself, it's weird. You always have to run or with a yeah, dog. A dog. Or a bicycle. Yeah. If you're just walking by yourself, you're like. Yeah, something's a little What's off. What's going on here? Yeah. And then, you know, kids walk by, you look a little creepy. Mm. Yeah, something's wrong with that. Yeah, you got to get a dog. Yeah. Just so you look less creepy. (laughs) Or borrow the neighbor's dog. (laughs) Can I just walk your dog? I have, I just I'm more than willing. Where I live, you can take my dog. He needs to, like, 10 miles of exercise a day. So take him. (laughs) But yes, bicycles are all on the South Shore. Yeah. It's great. Well, who would want to ride through, like, poor Jeff? That's miserable. You destroy your legs. You would destroy it. Can you imagine trying to get up that freaking hill? Yeah, it's like a mountain. You need one. Of the, you need an engine on your bike to get anywhere. Yeah, you could do that. Is that technically like a? Well, then you call a Bwe. Then you call uh, Vincent Gebbia at Mad Cats because I had him on the show, <laughs> and you can get yourself more. Oh my God, he's right around. I was, I was gonna go there. It's right around the corner. Yeah, it's like right down the block. Yeah, it's here. one of his spots. Ah. Yeah. I, now, what kind of bikes does he sell? Electric bikes. Big cats. Oh. I, don't, I don't know too much about them, but okay. they sound cool as could be. Okay, that's cool. Apparently, they know. fly though. I know a couple people. and My wife doesn't need that. She has scars all over her face. She's too dangerous for that shit. She rides a longboard. The woman's 40 years old. She rides a longboard into town. Yeah. Oh, we got to come down for drinks. Yeah, Sunday. We got to come hang out. Sunday. She plays soccer, but we'll come after that. Do you have pumpkin ale yet? Yeah. Can you put the rim on it? Of course. Okay. So then I'll come down for that. All right. I'm not a huge beer drinker, but that you have to make an exception for. I think beer's fantastic. (laughs) I know. I'm I'm vodka. Vodka. You know, <laughs> I have too many vodka stories that I don't care to share with the public, or that yet. you don't remember. No, I remember all of oh, them okay. quite vividly for the most part. Oh, I never God. really black out. No, no. Where'd you go to school? Bayport. No, I meant college. Oh, Farmingdale and Suffolk. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So you were local. Yeah. Okay. It's probably so. worse. Yeah, you know why? Because you still have your crew. They all left for the most oh. part. I met a new crew. Oh, mm. so now do you meld the two crews together when they're around? The- a lot, of, a lot of people leave now with yeah. college. Like, they get stuck. They go do this. They go do this. Like, slowly people came yeah. back. But, like, a lot of my friends are like, oh, you know, I'm going to go travel the world, whatever. And I'm like, dude, go for it. But, like, a lot of them leave okay. and they don't come back. And I'm like, whoa, it's weird. Like, like you never thought about being, like, a nomadpreneur? Like, you could take this shit on the that road. Mean? That's like you are an entrepreneur, but you just, wherever you wherever you go and wherever you're this traveling. doesn't make money yet. One day. That, how cool would that be? Oh, I'm in Australia. Got to do a few podcasts. There's know? a lot of, believe it or not, there's a lot of people that do that I on know. podcasting. And I would love to be able to just be like, yeah, I'm flying out to wherever on a weekend and see you later. That would be awesome, right? But That's on enough. a weekend, you just got to travel the world forever. I feel like I'd get bored of it. Really? Yeah. But you could drink all over the place. You could. And then you're in, get, bla- and then if you get too fucked up, you're in a different country. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like trying okay. to go you home at some passport. point. You your passport. Can you just say? Like when I was in Norway, because I went to Norway in January, <gasps> I was petrified to get too drunk because I'm like, oh. I don't even have nine one one to call. <laughs> like what? What is their <laughs> emergency? <laughs> like what is their emergency phone number? Granted, the people in Norway are unbelievably nice, and they speak English. They and they do speak English, yeah. but like nobody's out at six in the morning because the time zones are messed up. Okay. So. It's midnight here and 6 a.m. there. So we're partying literally <laughs> till the morning comes with them. And we're just like, all right, I guess it's bedtime now. So what, why Norway? Uh, we were going to go see the Northern Lights. And then we found out that you couldn't even see the Northern Lights for where we were. We but, went to Oslo. You can't see it. You can't really see them in Oslo. So you don't want Because there is a place, you know, you see it on Facebook all the time, right? You stay under the stars and those little igloos and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah, You couldn't get there. I don't. Well, it was just like let's go to Nor, let's go to Oslo, and then we'll see what happens. Oh, and then, that's cool. Yeah, Oslo's okay. sick for anyone who hasn't. I've been never to Oslo, been. I've Oslo's always wanted to awesome. go up to Northern Europe. Uh, Norway is really expensive, though. Is it? Oh my god, everything mm-hmm. there is ten times more expensive than it is. Like, um, great example. My buddy was buying a bunch of beer for us, um, and it wasn't. I shouldn't even say a bunch. It was like twenty-four beers in total. It was like two packs of Heine, two six packs of Heineken, a pack of Corona, and something else. Came out to be like seventy five dollars for like twenty four beers. It was like oh, and that was at a supermarket. I was, I was gonna say that wasn't at a bar. Yeah, I was like Jesus. Like you go to the bar, it's like eleven dollars a beer, and you're just like, eh, I'm in another country. I guess there's nothing I can do about yeah. it. Swipe the card. Holy crap, but, that's yeah. expensive. You're but, better then you have to come back and go to Bordy Barn in the summer to get dollar beers. It's their two dollar beer. Oh, they are. Yeah. See, that that shows my age right there. Yep. I haven't been I, there. Apparently, the boardy barn went up even more. I, I've only been there once, and it was the best day of my life. Hmm. Did you get, it was poured all over you, right? Because that's your initiation when you go. Yeah. No, I never got beer poured all over me, but I just had a million people bump into me and literally covered in beer. Like, I smell like beer for like three days. Yeah, I, it's disgusting. I know. I Well, in college, that's what we did. I went to school out there, so that's what you did on the weekends. Mm. You know, Sunday nights and the pizza place is right there. Yep, and, yep. Yeah, I, I don't know if I go now. I've never been to boardy barn. You're They'd be like, up. why is grandma here? You know, because it's a very young crowd. Yeah, I'm so, getting to that point where it's like, mm, yeah. I got a couple years left, and then <laughs> you gotta let it go. Yep. Somebody go. asked me recently, I've never been. I want to go. I'm like, you're a little too old. You're sorry. a little too old. That you, you missed it. So I don't know. You know, things things get old after a while. Do you agree? Things get old, or like, you get you too get, old to you do get things. Too old. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And also, things get old. Like, doing yeah, Grandpa this, should doing... not be riding a skateboard. <laughs> sorry. Well, what like when. I'm telling you, my wife rides a skateboard. She'll like, I'll ride a bike somewhere and she'll ride a skateboard or whatever. And she's passing like 10 year olds on their longboards. I'm mm-hmm. like, don't, like, that's a Brooklyn thing. We live in Sayville. I have no sympathy. Push those kids over. Get out of the way. <laughs> Holding up traffic. No, but I don't but, hate kids for anyone who's listening, by the way. <laughs> I just know they're worth a ton of money on the black market. I can't wait till you have kids. I wonder if it'll change a little bit in your head. Oh, pro- oh! I, this, what I say is totally against what I believe. But you also said you have younger siblings. I do. I do. Okay, girls, boys. Two boys, two girls. Okay. Are you protective? Uh, yeah, to a point. Okay. okay. To a point. They're. I mean, they're humans. I can't control exactly what they're going to do. They're yeah. going to make mistakes. I did terrible things when I was a kid. They're going to do terrible things when they were kids. I learned really quick. They're learning really quick. I'm cool with that. It's okay. the kids that don't learn that shit pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah, like it's okay to try things and fall on your face and you learn after a while. Mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of palladium in the city, limelight, like that was my what thing. What the fuck is palladium? The pl- yeah, say it's like NYU apartments now. Okay. Um, it was a big, it was a big like techno dance place to go to. Okay. Kind of, you know what limelight is? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so similar to that. Okay. So Webster Hall. Yep. Yep. Okay, so all those. Webster Hall still around. 
what? Webster Hall still yeah, around. Yeah, still around. I haven't, I haven't been there in forever. But uh, that's where I used to go in high school, like mm-hmm. 16 years old. I was youngest. My friends had licenses. We'd get all dressed up. We'd go to the diner on the way home in the morning and go home. Mm-hmm. And what blew my mind is, well, first of all, no cell phones, right? We didn't have cell phones back then. And my parents never said, are you okay? Like, what are you doing? I guess because I was responsible, yeah. as responsible as you could be. Yeah. Back then, though, I also feel like, too, it was just kind of like... Like, you're going to get home eventually. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know I th- how I feel with my kids now, though, doing that. <sighs> See, I don't know. I'm like, and I don't have kids, so I can't say, like, I speak from experience, but, like, based on being a millennial, mm-hmm. like, the way I see it, like, every kid's got a cell phone. Mom does not need to call at 11 o'clock to check up on him. Let him make a couple mistakes. As long as. As long as the kid has an open source of communication, hey, mom, going out to a party tonight, probably going to drink. All right, cool. Yeah. Call me if you need anything. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'll see you at home. Like, that's yeah. cool. There's a lot of these moms that are like neurotic as could be, and they're like, oh, my God, my kid's going to do this and this and this and this. The kids are going to make mistakes. Yeah, you got cell phones and there's the internet and there's terrible things that are going on. But, like, you did that shit, too. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't recorded. Yeah, right. That's that's the only thing. Okay, there so, wasn't a date stamp. So on Sally this, Lou yeah. passed out. Okay, oh great, there's a photo of it. Congratulations. I'm sure that you probably did some stupid <laughs> shit in your life too. And if I go back to your hometown and ask around, I'm sure I could dig it up. Like, <laughs> like, I love. You're not I, no, perfect. It's true. It's nobody's perfect. Yeah. Are you kidding? The, the only thing that I think is more prevalent now is the fact that they have more accessibility to like hard drugs. That's the only thing that scares the shit out of me. Like, I see these kids and, like, the, the heroin op- uh, epidemic on Long Island. Like, I'm like, holy shit. Even when I was a kid, maybe it was going around, but, like, or you heard somebody did, and you're like, Jesus, like, you're out of your mind. Yeah. Like, you're going to die. And the addic- it's so addicting. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's why, like, raving and stuff in high school and do it. Like, I'd be in Canada. I'd go to raves. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it because I love the music mm-hmm. and I love dancing. But... I was terrified that I'd be hooked on something. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I, cause I, I come from an addictive family. I thought, shit, I'm going to try that. Sh- I'm going to try it once. And that's mm-hmm. it. Like I, I was level headed enough to know <laughs> drinking was like my outlet versus drugs because the end, the shit that used to pass around at raves, you didn't even know what it was. Yeah. It would be like tablets of all different stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you, you just, be super yeah, careful. you have to be extremely careful. As long as you use your head, like yeah. go have fun. Just yeah. don't get, don't get ret- like retarded no you can't be out of your mind you can't be so shot that you're just yeah let's just keep doing like you have to know where to draw your limit somebody hands you something you better vet them at least a little bit yeah exactly and have this this was always important to me like have that a few good friends Mm -hmm. that won't let you fall on your face and be an asshole yeah you know that's like you have to have your crew don't go don't go it alone you know Mm -hmm. like have your crew yeah so i don't know that See, here we go. But on the drinking part, sometimes it's fun. We ride. We started with the bicycles, so that's I think where bikes are great. I love my. They're bike. They're so underrated. Well, actually, I don't love my bike. I ride my wife's bike because she got me one of these cruisers, mm-hmm. but decided that she was going to put it together mm. versus buying it at a thing. So the first time we're riding, there goes the the um your bike. pedal, my bike. Uh. The pedal went flying off. Then. The front tire or something wasn't on right. Like all these different things. So I said, you know what? My birthday's coming up. I was like, can I just get a new bike? Because mm-hmm. we go up to Vermont every year. And here we are trying to ride trails and stuff. And I have a cruiser bike, like this pink cruiser bike. That you're going to die on. Yeah. That, <laughs> that shit's going to just fall <laughs> off. And I'm going to be... Like, da, 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 oh, da, 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 da. there's a handlebar. <laughs> uh, I needed that to ride. 
and a pedal. No shit. She, like, fall, th- it just falls off. So I said, you know what? I think I'm going to get a bike, and I'm going to go to a bike shop that actually has it assembled for me. Okay. Or maybe Craigslist or something. Like, I don't yeah. need a brand new bike, whatever. You know, as long as it works. So as long as it gets me into Sayville and out of Sayville into the town, we're good. The nice part <laughs> is, too, though, like, even if your bike breaks, you could probably just walk home. It ain't that big. Yeah, yeah that's what's so nice about it. Like, my, my mom's all... My, my mom... She's like the she's like the Facebook mom group. Like, oh my god, my child's not gonna come home. I'm like, mom, even if I got so wasted, nobody's taking me. <laughs> I'm eno- well, not I even, know nobody's gonna take. You. I'm enormous. Good luck picking me up. <laughs> I'm not light. I'm not like a hundred pounds soaking wet. She's like, yeah, but I'm like, so Somebody what? Somebody would notice. Yeah, I fall asleep on the side of the road. Congratulations. I just wake up and continue walking yeah. home in the morning. Like, it's not that bad. Like. Armageddon is you know not why I'm imminent. Laughing? Because I'm envisioning the entire thing. I'm envisioning like middle road, seeing the guy on the side of the road. Like, yeah. oh, look at the dumbass that got drunk like, last Just leave night. me a water bottle. Yeah. Like, you see me, just throw me one. Don't hit me. Just throw it next to me. I'll wake up, pop that thing. If you got those little sealable Advil, I'll take one of those. I'll just walk home. Like, it's two square miles or four square miles yeah. all of Bayport. Yeah. And Sable's probably like six square miles. Inebriated, most people could get home. Yeah. You'll, you'll make it. And Saville has a lot of bars for the size of Saville. Like you could really go one bar to the next to the next till you know till they close in the morning. I'm surprised how many. I think there's more bars than restaurants. I don't know about that. Uh, we're gonna have to think, we're gonna have to work on that yeah. to figure it that out. Depends on what you consider a bar and a restaurant, like La Tavla. That's a restaurant. They have a bar, but that's really a restaurant yeah. to me. Mm. Yeah. Have you been there since they redid their menu? No. Oh, okay. you don't. I've actually never eaten there. No. No. Oh, okay. What do you like to eat? Just, checkers? I, no. Oh. <laughs> I've never uh, been to a Checkers in my life. The only good at Checkers is a milkshake. Oh, I've never been to Checkers. Che- checkers food is so greasy that you, I've eaten it. Like I've, I'm like, all right, you know, I have a handful of fries. And I, I can eat it with my right hand, and my left hand feels greasy. Oh, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. The shit, they, they fuck, they're fucking delicious. <laughs> but no, not interested. I don't even I, – I, I have to say, I used to CrossFit. Um. For a while, it's actually right around the corner from here. You always have to tell people when you CrossFit. Yeah, it's like it's a cult. Now, but now I stopped for a while. You, I was gonna say you're still a part of the cult if you don't CrossFit anymore. I'm friends with a lot of people still. Mm. Yeah, um, and now because I have friends now that go to different CrossFit, mm. so it's still there's still a camaraderie there, regardless. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I just started the Orange Theory mm. around the corner here. That shit's so full you can't get a class. Like you can't get in there anymore. Ow. How is it that full? It, it was, just opened. I'm not I could show you. My app, there's no available classes for a month. You have to go on wait lists. There's no – because we How were, smart would it be that they just made the class size like five people and everybody on the wait list? And they're like, oh, my God, I got a spot. It's smart. Fucking smart. smart. Boom. If you own a business I don't like know. that, just do that. <laughs> Fill it up and then you just yeah. you know have people sign up. Like every class is reserved for the next month. And then people will sign up. Waitlist, waitlist, And then just be like, oh, you got selected. Somebody canceled. Boom, you're in. And then those people feel good. Incredible. I mean, they have a gold mine right there. Oh, absolutely. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. So, yeah, they're doing phenomenal. And it's fun. It's fun. You know what it is? I I can move a lot of weight around. I'm not a small woman. So I can move a lot of weight around. But what was happening was, like, I was aching too much. Mm. You know, like, I still had to get up, go to work, and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm not as young as I used to be. As much as nobody wants to admit it, when you get to 40, there is a difference between 30 and 40. And so I figured, why not try something else? Because it's more, 
aerobic. I don't want to say Orange Theory is aerobic, but there's it's more endurance mm. versus Cardio. lifting. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah then yeah. lifting heavy, heavy shit. So it was fun. I, I liked it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. But you have never tried it. No. Would you ever try it? What? Oh, CrossFit. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but they're like out of their minds. Like, yeah, we wake up at five thirty in the morning. I'm like, um, I wake up at five thirty two. But, like, I want to go for a bike ride. Like, I don't want to be miserable. Oh, we have to go. I think – you know what I think we should do? I think we should get that whole crew together and we should go for, like, biking, like, bar hopping biking. But I'm they in. have to bring their bike to South Shore. Like, a lot of these people live yeah, North we'll, Shore yeah. or Nassau. Yeah, we'll put them up in a house or something like that. Yeah. We'll they have to, they have to come and they have to experience the South Shore. Yeah. You know, that whole idea. I think that's a good idea. We'll, yeah, we'll make it happen. I think that'll be fun. So what, what time do you go to work on when you work there? On at Five Points? Yeah. Uh, it's usually like 4.30 till close. Yeah, but you can't be drunk when you go to work, right? Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> because we could do like a Sunday, you know, early afternoon and then yeah, we could end with you. Mm, smart. Yeah, we could end smart. there. That would be great. Yeah. Okay, we got to plan that. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right, so back to finance. Okay. <laughs> now that we've talked about everything other than what we actually intentionally thought of. Where did you learn about all of your... Or how did you learn? Or is there anything that... Actually, better yet, because I just read my first book ever. What? Which book? Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Ah, Kurosaki. Yes. Yeah. What is your most influential book in finance? Or that helped you the most? Interesting. Probably Rich... No. Smart Women... What the heck is it called? Smart... Now you got to Google it. Smart Women Finish Rich, I think is what it's called. Um, was it most influential? No, but it had a system. And like I've been doing this twenty years, so I'm a there. There's a lot, of, and the industry's yeah, changed a little bit. Yeah. Rich. So that probably just be, you know what it does. It, it's a process that anybody can follow, which is pretty cool. And I grew up in a household with entrepreneurs. My parents owned a big real estate company, uh, owned commercial buildings, things like that. So mm. I had a lot of the influence at home that. Mm. Got me in the conversation. I was when I was five years old. I was Miss Armonk, Miss Northcastle, and they asked, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" And I said, "Be a customer," because that's all I ever heard at home were like real estate customers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that my brother is. I have two older brothers. Uh, one is into commercial real estate. Owns has three uh, three of his own businesses. Oh wow! Yeah, I have passive income from real estate. In the actually in the midst of buying another two family right now, so. Awesome. Yeah, it's it, it's just being in the conversation. It's listen like you do. Listen to podcasts, get knowledge, um, really have a plan. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, where do you want to go? What do you want? You know, for me, I'm really gung ho. I'm making ten thousand dollars in passive income by per the time month. I retire per month. Mm-hmm. That's not including IRAs and retirement accounts, four hundred one ks, all that. Yeah. That's in passive income from real estate. For anyone business. who can't do math, that's one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year <laughs> doing nothing. Nothing. Passive income is probably the most fucking incredible thing you can do in life. You know, it's it. You, you do you sacrifice a little? Yeah, when you're young, you sacrifice. Like right now, you could buy a two family. But you house, have to. But you have to. Everybody right? that's wealthy or did something worth doing, yeah. Zuckerberg would go home and work on Facebook all hours of the night. Yep. I mean, Colonel Sanders from KFC went to a thousand and nine restaurants oh, to shit. get his fucking chicken. I'm actually going to be doing probably a solo podcast about like 
determination, stuff like that. Mm, but cool. went through a thousand and nine restaurants and homes to try to get a chicken recipe sold. And now we run. And now look at KFC it. runs the runs the world. It's incredible. It's it's sick. It's sick when if you're determined and you know that you can make something mm-hmm. work. And Disney you can make went it happen. Oh my god! Oh my god! Three hundred and something. I think it was like three twenty nine or something like that. Three twenty eight. That's incredible. One of my favorite people ever is Richard Branson. So I know who he is. I yeah. don't know what he did. Oh, uh, no, he, uh, Virgin Mobile. Yeah, Virgin yes. Mobile, Virgin Atlantic, Virgin um, Airlines, all of that. You know what I love about him? He's a risk taker. That okay? That can we talk about risk taking for a second? Yeah, why not? Okay. So often, and I may tweak some people with this, and that's okay. So often, women limit women limit their risk tolerance. They limit taking risks in their life. They limit taking risks in their career. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they when their intuition is telling them you you need to do X, Y, and Z, fucking do it. Just mm. try it. Because you're going to get to a certain age and you're going to say, I can't do that anymore because I'm too settled here. I'm too settled there. And that is like my throw shit at a wall was like, oh, wealth of freedom formula. Why don't we try this? Why don't we see where this goes? I know I know from my own experience that I needed, the, I needed somebody to support me mm-hmm. seven years ago. So there's got to be other people out there. Yeah. And the more and more people I talk to, it's like we all have the same story. What, like, but nobody talks about it. Mm-hmm. So ri- take risks. Because if something doesn't work out, failure doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Failure is how you succeed and go and move yeah. forward. Learn from your mistakes. Oh and keep going. my god! Yeah, and I, I probably up until two years ago, I do a shout out to somebody. Yeah, go for it. Okay, Doctor Anais Sakarni. She does. Um, it's it's chiropractic work without actually cracking anything. Mm-hmm. It's more like stress management and channeling and all of that. Okay, Doctor so, Baron. My buddy Dr. Barron is actually oh, really? on the show. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Similar stuff, yeah. Okay, okay. So I wonder if they they probably know each other. And I was going for my CFP. So I was going for my test, and I I equated failure to death. I was like, if I fail, I have completely, like, I'll be mortified. I'm nothing. I'm, yeah. I'm nothing. Meanwhile, I you know, I'm studying my ass off. It's a hard freaking test if anybody's ever taken the CFP. And CFP is certified financial planner. Yeah. And it's a lot, a ton of content, seven classes. Then you take a test and everything. I sobbed literally the whole way there. I was like, I'm going to fucking fail. I'm going to fail. Like, like I I set myself up for disaster, Mm -hmm. right? I'm clicking through and I have this issue once in a while, like not once in a while. A lot of times I get like sweaty palms when Mm -hmm. I think about things or get nervous, whatever. So I'm clicking and my hands are dripping as Mm -hmm. I'm, because I, here I am. I'm mortified that if I fail, like now I have to face everybody. They all know yeah. I'm taking the test. And I get to the end. I click the button and I can see the woman that's monitoring me. She's standing behind me and I'm thinking, could you give like, here I am. I'm going to fail. And you're, you're sitting here watching me fail, you know? And it's it not, said, not like it's any stress or anything. No, I was yeah. like, and, and once you click the button, it's all over. Like it's going, the computer's te- doing the test for you. You know, you're done. And I turn, I remember it said pass and I, Immediately, just the relief, I just started sobbing again. So now I sobbed the whole way home because I passed. I couldn't even make a phone call until I got home because I, I didn't even I was I didn't even know what happened, mm. you know. So, but my point of the story is, I equated failure to death and would never take any risk in my life because I was afraid that I couldn't fail. I had to be perfect at everything. Mm. And when you when you finally realize that the most successful and you can, like you said, you're going to do a, a a whole podcast on just people and success and determination a hundred percent of the people that have successful businesses have failed on the way there 
Like look at my if you look at my and Jordan, failed and failed and failed and Disney failed, was three hundred and two banks for anyone who's oh really say. yeah three hundred and two I just oh checked God. I knew it was I knew it was three over three hundred I just didn't know how far it was over that's insane yep three hundred two banks denied him three hundred one that's insane mm-hmm. and just look at that crate oh that's another thing when you have kids you'll have fun there too what did you say Disney yeah yeah Disney Disney that empire of La La Land I have no desire. I mean, I'll go. When don't get me kids. wrong. But See, like, I don't love it either. That's not. It's not my thing. Yeah. But um, and my kids had fun. You know, when they're young, it's yeah. fun because the world is like dream world there, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, I'd rather go to a Caribbean island for a week and yep. invest and go in nature and all that. See, crap. like, I just want to make some passive income, retire in Puerto Rico with a big Yeti full of Coronas <laughs> forever. <laughs> And just like a cigar. That's awesome. That's like that's the end goal. Okay. I'm easy. So you got to put your plan in place. Yeah. Yeah. That, but back to passive income. Mm-hmm. Shit's amazing. So. Do you want me to get into what really? Yeah. Okay. Fucking dig. Let's so, go. Just think about it this way. Passive income. You go to sleep at night. I know what it is. But no, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. But okay. we have people that are listening that are like, well, how do you make it and all that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah. So passive income is something that you make when you actually aren't working for any of it. Mm-hmm. So people own businesses and they're really not involved in businesses or they own portions or they invest in a company. Um, let's say they, they put up 10% of the capital for a company. Mm-hmm. They're a silent partner. The company's successful. They're getting passive income that way. Real estate's another great way, passive income. Uh, when I was your age... Yeah, I was your age. I owned a place in Patchogue. It was a two-family house. Mm -hmm. So my mortgage was paid for so I could bank all that money until I was ready to buy my next property. Yeah. So so many – as much as some people, millennials actually don't seem to like buying houses, and that's cool, like right away. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're looking to buy a house, why not do a two-family for a little while until you can – bank to buy the next house where you want to live and now you have income from there so the coolest thing about passive income is you just on a monthly basis annual quarterly whatever it is you're getting income Mm -hmm. for doing nothing it's like zero you do nothing and it's coming now there are down like you own real estate who's getting the phone call when the plumbing goes right Mm -hmm. unless you have a management company uh but just the incredible way of you know i know you buy a car right Mm -hmm. You can buy, depending on your income, let's say you spend $80,000 on a car. Why wouldn't you buy the $30,000 car, bank that money to put it into something that's going to be making you money in the future? Because, you know, unless you buy really expensive cars and you hold on to them forever, they're not going to be appreciating. Mm. So finding things that appreciate, you can, you know, mutual funds, you buy mutual funds and you get dividends and things like that and you reinvest Mm. in stocks. Like there's so, there's just, I'm going off on a tangent because I'm so passionate about this. I'm so passionate about this. Um, What's your thoughts on like stocks? I believe in balanced portfolio. Okay. Uh, Is that because you're a CFP or just because you want to limit risk? Limit risk Mm -hmm. um, to protect downside because you are a little young to have weathered 2008, but I'm sure there's some people listening to this that weathered 2008. Mm -hmm. Uh, People going into retirement that were stock portfolios that, you know, lost 40% of their retirement right away. Mm -hmm. And it's... What certified financial planners are good for and financial advisors and all that, it's not when it's going up and things are great. It's when it's going down and your behavior goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You go crazy because you think, I lost so much, I want to sell everything now, which is the worst time to sell, right, Mm -hmm. when it's at the low. 
really it's how much more can I invest mm-hmm. while it appreciates. So that's really where the industry – there are some really corrupt people in my industry, but there are some really great people in my industry. And that's really what we are there for, mm-hmm. is to keep you on track, to keep you, your momentum moving forward, to keep you... Because some people come in and they say, listen, I just want an easy retirement. Well, that's great, but so does everybody. What does that even mean to you? Yeah, you what's, know, like, define what's what easy? easy like, easy is. for you is Puerto Rico with a cigar and Coronas. That's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I want that too. It's... I. I talk about it all the time. I want a place in the Caribbean. I want a place that I can fly to. I can kayak. I can hang out in the ocean. And I can sit on my balcony and I can watch the world go by. Mm-hmm. And I can enjoy it. But also know that I have money coming in that I don't have to worry. Oh, my God. Am I never going to be able to make that dream come true? Mm-hmm. So that's when I talk about money. It's if you have a 401k, 403b, whatever you use, at least get the match. But really stretch yourself. Try 10%. 10% of your income I promise you, you won't even see it because it's maybe a few... To put into retirement. To put into retirement. Okay. Um, You're young enough where I tell you even to put more because you have 15 years on me. Like, you have 15 years to invest now for the future. And what I would tell myself at 20 is max out your retirement right Mm -hmm. away so that when you get to 40, you can be like, shit, I got my act together. You know, there's, there is a big difference in compounding interest when you have a long amount of time versus a very short amount of time. Yeah. And so often you see it, somebody who's 65 years old who goes, oh my God, I, you know, I should have listened, but I don't want to say it's too late because you can really, you you know, usually by that time your mortgage is paid off and everything, you can bank a lot more money, Mm -hmm. but it's still not going to make that compounded interest over time. It's tough. So, but what did you think about the book about real estate, about owning real estate? Rich Dad, uh, Poor Dad. Dad. Yeah. Um, definitely interested. Um, we're talking to a couple of people about looking into some things. Nice. Um, so it's just, it's all in the works. Cool. Um, but definitely, like that was kind of like an eye opener. I was like, holy shit. Like I knew, I knew I had to get my life together and not that I, not that I didn't have my life together. I was going down the right road, but now this just opened up a new realm of possibilities. Awesome. So I was like, holy shit. Like I knew about passive income and all this and I was like, all right, I got to figure this whole thing out. And then it was like. This dude is making money with like little to no money, borrowing money. Now, now I've opened my mind enough to where I'm like, okay, if I don't have money, how do I get money? And then how do I do this so I can make money? And it's like this whole crazy cycle of like, for anyone who's listening and they're like, oh, you don't need, you don't, you need money to make money. It's like not really, you don't really you need a really good credit score. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much the only thing you really you do really need to keep your credit score high. <laughs> but for the most part, other than that. And now, because I've read that book, I'm even more interested in learning more about it. Awesome. So, because of that, and now now that I tell people I've read that book, they're like, oh, people are buying me books. They're like, oh, you got to read this book, read this book, or, you know, you should buy this book, read this book. And I'm like, I have more, reli- I went from reading no books to now I can't even catch, I can't catch up to these books. There, there's so many incredible money books out there mm-hmm. they basically all say the same thing about like you just you have to have a process you have to have a plan mm-hmm. you have to you know some people say real estate's a great investment some people say shitty investment because you pay so much on interest like yeah real estate so many... on long island is tough yeah real estate on long island is tough as long as you know as long as you're as long as you can pay your mortgage you're not killing yourself with debt mm-hmm. and you have good tenants yeah you're golden yeah 
or you get a really good bargain. I mean, there are still foreclosures and things out there, but when things go to auction, you need the money to pay for the auction, right? Yep. So even having an investment club together, mm-hmm. you know, where everybody, let's say everybody puts in $50,000 and mm-hmm. you just start there, then it builds and you say, I don't want to, I'm not going to touch that money. Like that, anything that we make from it, it's going to stay in the account and we're going to buy the next thing and then we're going to buy the next thing. And that's how, because cash deals are what buy real estate, right? Because mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm if i a real estate person, like I said, I grew up in a real estate household, and somebody came to me and said, I'll offer you, say, $450,000 house. I'll offer you four thirty-five cash, or I have to get a mortgage. I'm not sure if I'm going to get it. I'm taking yeah. the cash off. You could offer. probably even go low in that. Somebody yeah. says four fifty, you could say... Hey, I'll give you three seventy five, and we'll close in fourteen yeah. days, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, because people like, want to be done. Once yep. people are ready to sell, especially like you retire, you're ready to get out. People just want out. Yep. And cash deal, you know, it's going to go through. Like, mm-hmm. and it goes through instantly. You don't have to wait on all the headache, all the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Why not? So that's it's. You're young enough that this is. Yeah. You know, I get excited for you because you like <laughs> get your get that. some buddies together and ha- each each of you put in a certain amount of money and buy just. Buy your first place. Yeah. You don't even... You could just borrow other people's money. Yeah, that's true. Borrow that's other true. people's money, go to the bank, get a mortgage, and live in the house. Live in a, Live in a whole... <laughs> like, live in the smallest room, put a little kitchen in there, and rent out the rest of it and make money. It's true. It. There's so many... We're... You know, no more pensions, right? That, that shit's... I mean, well, we do have pensions. But Nobody they're can, not that great. They're not... They're not sustainable. So, we'll see where that goes in the I think it's hysterical because... And I love my parents. But my parents are like... You, know, you got to get a pension. You got to get a pension. I'm like, they're not that great anymore. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong, a pension's great, mm-hmm. but it's nothing like, not like it used to be. And if I can say, oh, I didn't give you a present. I have to give you a present yeah. in a second. I want to say only eight percent of companies give have pensions anymore. I, I don't know. Or eight percent of the workforce, something like. I don't know why I, that yeah. statistic popped in my head. But can you imagine, like, where people are? I my wife's dad retired from IBM. Mm-hmm. He's 88 years old. He retired. I think they gave him early pension because my uncle was in the same pension mm-hmm. system. Uh, I want to say maybe 60, 62. Got medical, all of that. Think about like all those years that you didn't have to worry about it, mm-hmm. right? But remember, the costs are still going up and everything. So the pension you got here isn't really sustaining you 30 years later. Yep. So, however... The pension system didn't expect the longevity of that and can't support itself. Mm-hmm. So now we're short on funds too. Yeah. You know, so now, you know, the police association, teachers association, now again, I'm married to a teacher. So of course, do I want her pension to, you know, last and no changes to happen, but there, it's not sustainable it's the inevitable. way it's going. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. enough money in it. Yeah, it's tough. There's I mean, enough money now, but over time with all the benefits inflation that. Inflation yeah. and all that, yeah, especially exactly. Long Island. Oh, I met it. two teachers the other day. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, like talking to them. Um, and they probably make, they probably bank at least a hundred grand each. No, these teachers are just got jobs. In oh, New they York just City. got jobs. Oh, They're my like, goodness. oh, we don't get yeah. paid for the next month because we have to. They hold our money because in case we quit, then we get a paycheck two weeks later. Like it was all messed up. And then she's like, yeah, we we get a tax deduction on our train ticket, but they don't pay for it. And then it cost us a th- it cost me a thousand dollars to set up my classroom, so basically for the whole year it's almost a wash. And I was like, and and she's out here traveling into New York City. She's in Deer Park traveling to New York City. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I was like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> and she's like, well, the goal is to get a job like on the island, but I need experience first. And I go, 
That's crazy. It's crazy. How about you start a tutoring company? Yeah. See, I'm. That's me. Like, I'm always okay. So you have this skill set. What, what other business can you do to make yourself money? Yep. Yeah. It's that's that's yep. ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, and the craziest part is they have no intentions of doing anything else. Like, I'm like, you guys are out of your minds. Yeah. Like, you're gonna just take a whole year as a wash. Basically, you're gonna go in to get that experience to hope. To hope. Yeah. Like that's not a, you're not guaranteed anything. Yeah. You've no. There's no contract. There's no nothing. That says you're going to get a job after a year or two of, of of a wash in New York City. And that's if they keep them for next year in New York City, which they probably will because yeah. they they have a teacher shortage, I think, in New York City. But still, now that's it's insane. it's really hard to get a public school job out on Long Island. That's almost impossible. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, I was like, the fact that people are willing to do that, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, my boyfriend makes enough money that like we can get by and I'll make just a little bit of money over a while. And I'm like. Why not- get by? Not even. I don't even care if you get by. Like I don't even care if you get by. But like, my big thing is the time. Hmm. Everybody's always worried about money. I'm like, I'm worried about time. You time gotta, is money. Time freedom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, people are like, oh yeah, I go to New York City. I'm like, you. So you work an eight or nine hour day, and then you take two to two and a half hours to get there and two and a half hours to get back. So you're working your eight to nine hours. So you're working thirteen to fourteen hours a day. You leave at the crack of dawn. Then you that's not even including getting ready before work, which is about another hour. So you, let's just say on the the high end you're working 15 hours in a day and hope you can get all your grading done yeah. on the on the ride in or out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then and I'm not even talking teachers. I'm just talking anybody oh, any, works, yeah. anybody in New York City. Oh yeah. The money has to be incredible to for, for at least in my mind to do that. I'm like I'd rather take a third of that and have all the free time I need. Yeah. And be close to home. Yep. Yeah. See, I have a. I I am in the car a lot. However, I love what I do. Mm-hmm. So it's not really work. Yeah. That see, that's what it comes down to. If you love what you do, it doesn't. It's not work anymore. Mm-hmm. And yep. it took me a long time to get there. For a while, I worked in Hot Pog for a while. Nine years, I was at a job. I'm not going to mention names. Um, and I went from being the head of this big department for a subsidiary of a very big insurance company mm-hmm. to being at this company. I moved out here because of my ex and we were starting a life and all that jazz. And I stayed there nine years. But what happened to me is I went there as this great person that ran a department and I loved it and I managed people and I grew them and all that. Mm-hmm. And then I went here and was belittled for nine years. So I basically was like this person with an MBA that just kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. Now that's another thing. I left – three years ago, three, four years ago at this point. And now I finally found myself again. So mm-hmm. don't ever stay at a job that you're miserable in. Yeah. That, that, it's not worth it. It's not worth I don't care what money in the world, you are wasting your time. You're, waste, you're, you're wasting valuable yeah. time. The only way I think about it is if you're miserable at work and the money's that good, you should be buying things that are going to make you passive income. That's the only, <laughs> and, yes. and it's the only way I think about it. I'm like, if you're miserable at work, it's one thing if you're making a lot of money, but it's only if you're making money to make extra money yeah. to have mm-hmm. that passive income, whether mm-hmm. it's buying stocks that pay dividends or ETFs or properties or whatever, or buying into businesses or yep. giving people money for whatever it is. Like That's the only way I think about it, that it's acceptable to stay in a job that you're miserable at. Otherwise, get out because you're not helping anybody. Yeah. The company's yeah. suffering because mm-hmm. you're miserable. Your life is suffering because you're taking work home with yep. you. I've talked about this on the podcast before. And then after all that's said and done, you're still not even happy. Like yeah. you go home and you're 
oh my, my life my life sucks now you're taking it out on your wife you're taking it out on your kids because you're not happy and yep. then you have to wake up you go to bed miserable you wake up and you go back to work to your miserable job and you live a miserable fucking life you're on that freaking hamster wheel yep yeah and you're miserable yeah and you, it's so easy to get off oh the, it's so most people yeah it's it's so easy it's <laughs> just look somewhere else yep you know, something that is going to bring you happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever had, I don't know about people on your podcast, that anybody doesn't like what they do. Have you ever had that? Not really, no. Okay. I don't, I don't well, that's good. I don't affiliate myself with those people. Okay. Well, also, you're like in a, I was going to say you're in a totally different realm, like the people that you're hanging out with, which is great. Yeah. Because that is what pulls you through your mm-hmm. shitty times in your life. Like yeah. Those people that lift you, which is cool. Yeah. You know? I try to surround myself with good people. That's the goal. <laughs> Some people that have been on the show, you know who you are. They're like, eh. <laughs> But the other people. He just uses you for the show, by the way. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about you. Yeah. <laughs> can I give you your present just so that we can turn a corner a little sure, bit? Sure, yeah, why not? Okay. I'm just kidding, by the way. I love everybody that's been on Be the show. Be gentle when you take it out and you'll understand why. Oh, God, it's falling over. Ge- All right, man. This is a present for the studio. For the studio. Oh, you listen. <laughs> I had to rubber band it because you have to actually put it in the wall. I will I, I will actually. All right, so. The, the hardware's in there. The The. Actually, it's funny because the person I was thinking about on the podcast was Josh. <laughs> oh, wait, I haven't met him yet. No, you haven't met him yet. And Josh is the toilet paper fiend. So what I was just given is a toilet paper mount for the wall. He's going to be so fucking mad when I hang this thing up. Like, he's going to be so mad. Right there. <laughs> so you see it right when you uh, walk in. I was, I, was gonna, I was thinking, I was like, all right, I'm mounted right just in plain sight of wherever he, wherever he could possibly sit. Um but I, I have I now have a toilet paper uh, roll hold. Is that what do you call these things? Toilet, toilet paper? paper holder. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to make sure. I didn't know if there was like a fancy name for it. No, I think it's toilet paper. Like holder. There's a fancy name for throw pillows. I didn't know that was a real thing. Oh, you mean like pillow versus throw pillow? Yeah. It's, yeah, but there's usually... a real name for throw pillows. It's th- is it throw pillows? No, it's uh fuck what the fuck. I know this because I played battle uh, battle of the sexes, men versus women. Yeah, you ever played battle of no. the sexes? Oh my god! So there was like a question that was very like women leading. Men don't know what I, mean, I don't even. I don't pillows? even know what blankets like. Bank, blankets have fancy names. Apparently, I just oh, I lay in my bed. Like an there's. Afghan blanket, or I just lay in my bed. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever's there is good to go. If it's cold, I'll just take out a, like a sleeping bag or something like that. I'm easy. Uh, different name. I gotta know what this is. I, I thought they'd be like pillows versus throw pillows. No, there's a real name for it. Come on. Um. Pillow synonyms. No, there's a real name for it. Google it while you're. Hang with me, people. I promise it's it's worth it. Synonyms, baby. <laughs> Did you put in throw pillow? Yeah. And it's not coming up. No, I know for a fact because we got this question right. You did, Be- like the I didn't, did, but the yeah, my buddy was like, "Oh, that's a throw pillow." for a bed and i was like how did you know that and he's like oh my mom's talked about it a couple times and i was like what on earth accent pillow no it wasn't no it didn't say pillow in it it was like a fancy fancy name oh, i have no idea somebody who's listening somebody's gonna listen and be like i fucking know what it is i wish i could tell him I, I have no idea i just thought they were throw pillows and it's gonna eat at you now because yeah oh yeah i'm, I'm not, not a decorative sleep. pillow no it I don't remember. I don't remember. But there's a real name for it. Okay, you're gonna anyway. have to you're gonna have to contact him and find I, out. I what will. But thank you very much for my gift. Yeah. I am so excited to drive him absolutely insane. Well, it really tweaked me that you put it over the top. Oh yeah. That you don't put it underneath. 
Like it doesn't. Pl- oh, and there's actually this talking is going to be the money. common theme of the entire joke. I know. I'm going to get a fucking T-shirt printed, <laughs> and I'm going to give him one. I'll, I will send one to all my podcast guests when I have when I have the ability to. Which way do you pull your toilet paper? Oh, they're all gonna, <laughs> they're all going over. They're all going over, and I'm going to make sure he gets one. Well, there is. My wife was telling me who knows hardly anything about money. She does now, but she didn't for when we first got together and people that pull the toilet paper the wrong way underneath Mm -hmm. actually are spend more money and have a habit of being very big spenders versus people that use it over the top are more savers or put their money to work for themselves i don't know him that's a real thing somebody that's what she said she said there's been studies done about people who pull it from underneath versus the top because underneath right it just it can go forever versus over the top you don't use like maybe as much. I don't know. That's so crazy. Yeah. So now you have to like do you have to bring that into the show next time he's on, and oh, you ha- you're going to have to tweak him by hanging that on the wall. Oh, absolutely. I don't know how to hang it on the wall, but yeah, that's a thing. Know. That's, I'll that's what I was told. I'll figure it out. That's hysterical. He's going to be so <laughs> mad. He's going to be. so I can't mad. wait till I meet him. All right, as soon as this is over, I'm taking a photo and sending it to him. He's going to be so mad. It's cool, but yeah, I the other day I was like, I got that's what I have to order to bring to the show. I know I brought you organic tomatoes that we don't price, no pesticides, none of that crap. But oh, that's good. Yeah, I your mom like might it. like them. I'll eat them. I oh, love tomatoes. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, slice nice them up and just a little. Uh, oh, salt. Yeah, just a little bit of salt, okay, Himalayan good. salt, right on top. Good uh, to go. Himalayan. Yeah. Not Fuck like yeah. pink okay. salt. Okay. Oh, okay. That's I, I'm so super protective about my Himalayan pink salt. <laughs> yeah. Is it just yours? Nobody's allowed to use it? Nope. I keep it in my drawer at work and I keep that shit locked. Oh my God. Is it the one from Costco where you. you no, it's it? like $7. I'm pissed. I'm one went missing and I was ready to burn the building down. <laughs> Here? Yeah. Somebody stole your Himalayan. Yeah, and salt. I still think somebody in the building has it and they haven't told me yet. Oh my God. Do you guys play jokes on each other here? Kind of. Like, do you turn your desk upside down and do shit like that? No, but we'll change each other's backgrounds. If somebody forgets to, like, lock the computer. Uh, or, like, we'll unplug their things from their computer so things don't work or whatever it is. Usually it's, like, stupid little pranks. Okay. But you guys, that's what you do so you know you can figure out what's wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not For something. me, you know, I, I'm the person that calls, did you reboot your computer? And I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to do that again. Like, that's me. I'm that, I'm that person. My computer not working, you know. I call tech and I'm like, something's back to nerds. What? So I always tie it back to nerds somehow. <laughs> I mean, it is based here, but. Um, and I like the logo, I have to say. Thank I like you. the logo. Thank you. $35 like, on Fiverr. Really? Yep. Nice. I have Fiverr actually on my oh, phone. Oh, Fiverr's a shit. Yeah. Speaking of money, yeah. again, mm-hmm. you said oh, 70. Okay. What is, uh, what's the, what's the uh, statistic? It's. Was it like seventy six cents to every dollar? Oh makes? yeah, that mm. women make a lot less than men, and usually not in sales. Outside of sales, like women, women have more of an advantage if they do sales. So why do you think that women make less money? Why do I think? I think there's. I think women in the and workplace. You, have you researched this? A little bit, yeah. Mm, a yeah, little bit I or a lot of it. Not a lot of it, a little mm. bit, but I can tell you from experience from a few things. So can we? I'll say a few things, and then you tell me, because right. I know you're gonna total me. You're gonna lambaste me in a second. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> you said, uh huh. So I don't have like every detail memorized, okay. but I have like the general gist okay. of it. So first off, from my point of view, I don't think women know their worth. I mm-hmm. think they um, accept lower income as an, like they accept it because that's what they think that they're worth versus fighting for what. But you're blaming they are the worth. woman. You're not blaming the person paying them. I think it's partially both. Mm-hmm. 
But I do think that women, let's say a woman goes for a job and she thinks she should be making, I'm going to just say small, $75,000, and they offer her sixty. Okay. Highly unlikely a woman's going to go back and negotiate. She's going to take what she's given. And now I have researched that. I've looked into this because okay. I don't understand. So that I that I probably would that I okay. would agree with. The other thing I don't agree with. I shouldn't with, say I wouldn't agree with, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. But as a business owner, so I'm gonna so I talk about the employee now as a business owner. Mm-hmm. Unless you're fighting like there's somebody's you're fighting for an executive or something you want on your board, something like that, mm-hmm. where they're making buco bucks, right? As a business owner, you're trying to keep costs down. Why would you offer somebody, even male, female, more money? Yeah. To come 100%. on board, because when somebody's offered money, I've, I've been on the HR side. I haven't worked in HR, but I've been there hiring people. Mm-hmm. You're going to offer them, you're going to lowball them the first offer, right? It's supposed to. Right. But a lot of times, people will take the first offer. They don't come back. Like so, let's say that's sixty thousand. They want seventy five. Like they they know they can go up to seventy five, mm-hmm. but if they get somebody at sixty, they just cut their costs. Mm-hmm. So as a business owner, you're not sitting there going, rah, rah, I'm going to give you 75 right off the bat. They're waiting for the negotiation, Yeah. of which a lot of times women don't negotiate because Do they... you think men negotiate more or do you just think women just don't negotiate? I think men negotiate more. I think men no. have a higher ego about their salary. Like mm-hmm. they, they think that they are owed more. Gotcha. Yeah, I do. So... So the but the principle of this is not so much that the women tend to make they're making less money because it's the woman's fault. It's not because working would, job to job they're making less money. No, I think it's twofold. I think women aren't offered as much money for jobs mm-hmm. doing the same job. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I think so. I think it's an employer and an employee thing. I don't think it's the woman's fault all the time, mm-hmm. but I also think that I kind of am down the middle of the employer may look at a woman and say, oh, she, and recently I actually heard somebody say this, oh, she has kids. That's going to be a problem. We'll offer her less because she'll probably need more flexibility. And I was like, but she does the same fucking job. Mm-hmm. She can do the same job mm-hmm. and it's okay to have a family. Yeah. But on the other side, can I go back a little bit? When you have kids in New York State, mm-hmm. when you have kids, because I've been on maternity leave and I was at a company that didn't offer maternity, you get $170 a week taxed. And if you take a maternity mm-hmm. um, when you're working for small business in New York State, and you're getting $170. How are you even affording to pay your bills? $170 is nothing. It still rates back from 1970. Yeah. They're working on it now. There's like, there's a lot of. Um, uprising of women trying to mm-hmm. make it so that you get more money from the state and doing that whole disability thing while you're on, while you're in maternity. However, so I think women do not step into what they are worth. Mm. Bottom line. So you're blaming the woman though. You're not. Blaming no, I'm the... not blaming anybody. I just think that women aren't taught negotiating skills or to live to ask for what they mm. want. Yeah, but I think that's, they settle. But that falls on the woman. That doesn't fall on them getting paid doing the same job as a man. But they're also offered less most of the time. And I've been on that hiring end, and I've seen the inequality. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's a different argument than what I thought you were going to go about. Oh. What did you think I was going to argue? That it's not the woman's fault, and it's the employer's fault. No, I just thought you were going to say, you know, like, women will typically make less than men, but the reason being is they're doing the same job and they're just getting paid less. 
in, in the entirety of it, where a lot of it is when you look at the numbers, there's and there's probably cases, there's definitely cases where I should say, that women might get lowballed, for example. Yeah. And, I mean, I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it in the corporate environment. Oh, absolutely. A uh, lot. Is it, is it a thing? It probably is. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But when you take the giant populace of women and giant populace of men and say, hey, you know, women make, I don't know, let's just say 76 cents to every Mm -hmm. dollar a man makes, that argument of, you know, women are making less than men if you take the averages of everything. Where I think that's, I shouldn't say I think, I know it's complete bullshit. There's science that proves it Mm -hmm. because women are not taking the jobs that men are taking because men are taking much more high risk jobs, underwater welding. Mm iron working construction all those which are genuinely typically higher paying jobs surgeons doctors i mean that's where Mm -hmm. a lot of the money is women are taking lower paying jobs which fit their their needs as a woman they're caring their their nurses their medical assistants their their secretaries their receptionists where they're helping somebody else they're not taking those key lead roles or taking those higher risk jobs where they're you know, oh, they're not computer programmers. Women like to be social. They like to interact. They like to care for people. Like that, it's just in your DNA. It has been for years and years and years and years. Hence, why we have population now. If they didn't, women wouldn't be mating to yeah. create a human race. <laughs> so, because of that, they're not going into computer programmers to make a, a ton of money. But it doesn't appeal to women because they have that nurturing, That's caring, social. Yeah. Well, it comes. It goes back to taking a risk and. And facing your fear and just going into something that yes. you may not you may not think yeah. is what you what you can achieve, mm-hmm. right? Don't get me wrong; they still do it. Yeah, but but it, the numbers are. are far less, yeah. and that's the higher end of the money making spectrum. Yeah, which I somewhat agree with that women don't take the leap; they don't take the chance. They don't. But that's on them, though. That's well, on the yeah, person. Yeah, it's not an, it's on anybody, yeah. right? If you you know, you want to be a surgeon, but you say, "Oh, I don't maybe it's I'm afraid to or all of that, all that mm-hmm. internal crap in your head mm-hmm. holds you back from you you do have the opportunity to become a surgeon." Oh, absolutely, 100%. You know, you do have an opportunity. I think there's a 100% equal opportunity for both both genders. It's, well, it. now I think there is. Yes. My mother grew up in, you know, La La Land. Back in the day, oh, definitely different yeah, story. Yeah. But now you were expected to be home and yeah. everything, which I don't even know how on Long Island anybody is in a two-family income house anymore. Almost like yeah. it's it's almost it's virtually impossible if you have children. Yeah. So again, coming down to spending and all that, but I do think women hold back on their potential. Mm. I do. I do. I see it. Yeah. I did it to myself, so that's why I'm not saying I'm not excluded. I mm. completely. I saw forty coming and thought, shit, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna just rip the bandaid off and I'm just gonna start doing everything I ever wanted to do. Because for so long, I was like, well, what is this person going to think? And what happens if I fail? And all that came into play and stopped me from doing everything I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, 100%. which I think a lot of, like a lot of women face, yes. that failure thing. Whereas men are risk, more risk takers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I think it's a gender thing. Yes. For De- sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I don't think – I don't – even think it's a gender thing. I think it's ingrained in your DNA. Yeah. I don't. Oh think... yeah, like the hunter gatherer versus yep. the nurturer. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't think it's anything that. But if you're willing to step into that step into that role, then you deserve a hundred percent equal opportunity. And I think it's I agree. there. I agree. But you have to be also willing to step out of your comfort zone, negotiate, and all that good jazz. I'm trying to find you something. Oh, I'm trying cool. to find you something. Yeah. Um. Somebody posted the other day about 
uh, this the DNA found in like a gladiator, some Scottish, mm-hmm. and it was a female that oh, was shit. like the top leader. Oh god, you have to Google that because I don't know if I'll be able to find it. And I was like, holy crap, really? I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's no way. And sure enough, yeah, it's actually a good friend of mine. She's a local photographer. It's cool. Uh, eyewitness accounts of a female gladiator in Rome itself, according to the first century historian. Suetonius, Emperor Domitian, made a woman fight for torchlight at night. I have no idea. No, I don't think that's it. God, she posts a lot of stuff. I can't get to it. Anyway, the whole point of this, I think I think it was actually up in, oh, here it is. It was on A Mighty Girl, which is on Facebook. I'm not, I don't follow it, but it says Burka, Sweden belonged to, they thought the high-ranking Viking warrior discovered in Burka, Sweden, belonging to a man. Now researchers have used DNA confirming the warrior who had been buried with military honors was actually a woman. So there are pe- there are women out there who are like gladiators. They, oh, absolutely. You know, I'm not saying um, that they could. There's plenty of women that run companies. Yeah, it's not Pretty impossible. Incredible. It's just a it, less desired job. Yeah, like I I was offered because I had um I was marine bio undergrad, so I went from marine bio to business. It would have been much easier had I done business in college, and I had my scuba certificate. Mm. And I remember I got offered a job to go out to like Lake Michigan to diving collecting um those big logs of i forget what they're called what is it like the telephone pole things Mm -hmm. and you make a ton of money doing this like you Mm -hmm. dive under you get and i thought i'm not doing that i want kids one day that's exactly why i didn't even think about it and Mm -hmm. you can make a ton of money just like you could go to alaska Mm -hmm. you could be on one of the boats if your boat gets a ton of money you make a killing in a very short amount of time and you could also die at any moment yeah but i'm not risking my life doing that Mm -hmm. i refuse Mm -hmm. you know i'm not freezing my ass off to do that it's one chick across the entire fleet fleet of boats (laughs) but yes not appealing no but you see what you see what i'm saying 100 i i agree with you in a certain aspect with that 100 but i do i think women need to own who they are good stuff you know yeah we just crushed an hour and a half. Did we really? That was an hour and a half. Holy crap. How do people find you? How do they hear about ah, you? Ah, you can you find me. Give yourself on... the shameless plug. Ah, I'll do my shameless plug. You can find me on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, facebook.com, Wealth to Freedom. Uh, email address is Catherine at Wealth to Freedom Formula.com. And stay in the conversation if you want to opt in for something and just stay in the conversation about money and money. Uh, how you make money, how you grow money, mm. how you have passive income. You can go to Wealth to Freedom Roadmap. You can opt in and you'll get my emails. You'll get my tips, my tools. I do live trainings. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah. I have a wow. live training actually tomorrow night. So you can come on my live trainings, Q&A. I, I absolutely love what I'm doing. Like That's there's awesome. hands down love what I'm doing. And this, this is cool. Having conversations with really cool people. So thank you. <laughs> And I get to come down and have a drink with you. I know. That's I know. awesome. That's even more it's awesome. It's nice when you're a local. So, yeah. yeah. Not everybody's a local and they get, they're like, oh, I'd love to. And uh, like, I still have to drive an hour home. Oh, uh, so. yeah. Yeah. So thank you. You're this very was welcome. Fun. Awesome. I loved it. But next time I'm in here, even if I'm in here to observe, I want that toilet paper holder up. I want to see how. Oh, you will see it. I pro- I <laughs> Are you going to fold it in that nice little triangle? Of course. I, I'm actually, <laughs> like when you're at a I'm, nice I'm, fancy I'm, hotel. I'm hoping to put a, mod- a screen here. I'm hoping, hoping to get to the future soon. Cool. Um. But I definitely want to put it in a place where... Awesome. Of all the fucking things I could have thought about that this podcast would bring up, it's goddamn toilet paper. 
Everyone does. Every uh, I think almost, well, I didn't listen to every single one of your uh-huh. podcasts, but I think they all talk about toilet paper for the most part. Yeah, the hot because that really tweaked me. I'm not kidding. <laughs> when you said under when you said somebody thought underneath, I thought, what is wrong with them? That's not how you pull toilet paper. Pure Satan. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Thank Until you. next time, no problem. Thank you for being here. Alrighty, friends. Hope you guys enjoyed the uh, enjoyed that podcast. Um, I hope as much as I did because I fucking loved it. Um, definitely one of my favorites. They're all my favorite, honestly. This is like my favorite thing to do. In case you couldn't tell, um, just I love sitting down and talking to people. No cell phone. No, we have the internet to some point if we got a fact check. But uh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for spending uh, an hour and forty minutes with me. Um, on that note, let's close this thing up. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe. Um, greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you really enjoyed it, please share it out with some friends. Tell somebody about it. Who knows? Um, just helps grow the podcast. Helps me uh, basically have better reach um, to get to more people and to have uh, higher caliber people on here. Um, not saying that the people I've had on aren't, but the it just kind of gives uh, gives me a solid reputation. Uh, makes me reputable. For when I say, hey, you know, I'm looking to have people on. Um, with that being said, there is the giveaway on the website, brutallyhonestpodcast.com. You can go to extras for the draft top, the beer opening, uh, the can, beer can opening tool. I shouldn't even say beer can because you could use it for all cans. Um, but it's pretty cool. You could open up a beer can, drink some beer out of it. You could open up like a V8 can, pour a little vodka in there, kind of have like yourself a little ghetto uh, redneck version of a bloody mary um it's just a cool cool little thing keep it in your pocket it's got a bottle opener on as well you never know when you're gonna need to uh to uh to have a drink um so go to brutallyhonestpodcast.com under extras it's right there on top you can go and enter in for your chance to win a draft hop um with that being said uh also if you really want to support the show um and anyone who does greatly appreciate it you can go to patreon um patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n and you can search for the brutally honest podcast um to support it as well um next i have to send a special thank you to the hanging hills brewing company for sending me some delightful beer um it is quite tasty i'm slowly going through it try to cut back on the beer drinking so it probably would have been gone already but I'm enjoying them throughout the period of time. So thank you very much. They've sent me some cool apparel. It's over in Hartford, Connecticut. So if you're ever in the area, definitely stop by. Um, and last but not least, uh, special th- special thank you. Oh, I can't speak right now. Uh, to the Nerds That Care um, for making this podcast possible. So what the Nerds That Care is, is an IT company over in Bohemia. And right now the hot topic is getting compliant. Um, compliancy with the those three and four little letter fancy words that the government puts in place HIPAA Department of Financial Ser- Services FERPA all that good stuff um, to make sure that your business is compliant and safe from any cyber attacks or anything like that give them a buzz nerdsthatcare.com you can easily search um, and find out what they do and um, they can help your company become compliant so you don't have to worry about those crazy risks and a lot of dis- disaster recovery lately um, everybody's super afraid to lose their business 
And if they do lose their business, they have to be super careful of what could happen with that data if it gets out. So that's what they're working on to make sure that you're okay. With that being said, thank you so much to all them. Thank you so much for listening this this long. Um, I think I have a couple more podcasts this week, so stay tuned. Thank you, guys. Peace.